Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the element of wind. According to Passamaquoddy legend, long ago the great wind bird Wachowson sat on a great rock far to the north at the end of the sky. Whenever she moved her wings, the wind blew. Wachowson spoke, saying, I have been here since the beginning. Since earliest times, I have moved my wings, creating the wind, which is my voice. As Wachowson moved her wings, her voice spoke the names of all things, bringing them into existence. This legend reflects the universal understanding that the wind was the voice of the divine. She created everything in the universe by speaking its name in her primordial voice, the voice of the wind. In Sanskrit, she was the goddess Vak, the queen of heaven, whose voice, the wind, created all the rest of the gods by speaking their names. Even the Bible borrowed this idea, as written in the book of Genesis. In the beginning was the word that moved over the face of the earth, like the wind, bringing life. The legend of Wachowson also reflects the ancient understanding that, without the wind, the earth would not be able to support life. Wind helps moderate temperature, bringing cooling breezes to the southern regions and warming airs to the northern latitudes, making the earth habitable. The moisture of the oceans is carried over the land by the wind-blown rain clouds, fog, and snow. Otherwise, much of the earth would be a desert. And our atmosphere is kept fresh by the wind. Even the oceans are refreshed by the constant churning caused by the wind. However, Wachowson's legend continued, after a while the humans began to complain that the wind sometimes made the oceans too turbulent, so they could not go out and fish. So Gluskabe traveled to the north, where Wachowson lived, and bound up her wings. Then the wind stopped. All seemed well for a time. But then humans noticed that the water had become stagnant, and the fish were dying as a result. Once again, Gluskabe traveled to the far north and untied one of Wachowson's wings. And from then on, the winds were moderate and beneficial. As human society evolved, many cultures developed an adversarial relationship to the natural world, seeing it as something to be fought and conquered. This was true of the wind as well. Where once the wind was heard as the creative voice of the divine, it became the fearsome tool of the gods. The goddess Vak was supplanted by Vata, the lord of the wind. Wind gods evolved into storm gods and war gods, wreaking havoc on the land and the people. Boreas, who became the Greek god of the north wind, personified the killing frosts of winter and Odin, the eventual ruler of the Norse pantheon, also became the ruler of the wind, rushing furiously across the sky. But before Odin stole the wind, Norse mythology tells of a great wind eagle, Reisvelger, who, like Wachowskin, lived far to the north at the end of the world, and who produced the wind by beating her wings. Reisvelger, whose name means scorps corpse eater, was the carrion bird who sent the wind to collect all that was old and worn out so that it could be transformed and returned to vibrant life. Race Velger's 
windy voice spoke life into existence and reclaimed it at the end. The Navajo people have a beautiful chant about the life-giving power of the wind. It was the wind that gave us life. It is the wind that comes out of our mouths now and gives us life. When this ceases to blow, we die. In the skin at the tips of our fingers, we see the trail of the wind. It shows us the wind blew when our ancestors were created. When the wind blows across the land, what voice do you hear? May the voice of the wind fill your life with creation and transformation. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 